It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We are a company providing life-changing nutrition information, and we're really excited to be bringing you this information every Saturday morning at 8 a.m., as well as the repeated show on Sundays at 6 p.m. I'm Kara Carper, licensed nutritionist, and today we're going to be talking about acne and rosacea and the nutritional link to both of these skin issues. And really, they're two of the most common skin conditions that we see clients for at our office. So I know many of you tune in each week, and we really appreciate all of our regular listeners. And we also want to welcome those of you who are listening for the first time. But the regulars, you know, you might be expecting Dar, who's on almost every week. But Dar is taking a little vacation this weekend and the Gunflint Trail. So good for her, and I hope she enjoys herself and is having some good weather there. I'm here today in the studio with Cassie Wienis who is a licensed dietitian and nutrition educator. Cassie also presents to a lot of corporations of all sizes throughout the Twin Cities, and she's very busy, and she's a mom of two. Welcome, Cassie. Thank you, Cara. It's fun to be here with you this morning. Um, and speaking of mom of two, I know I have two sets of ears pulled up to the radio right now, so I need to say hello to Riley and hello to Marissa listening back home. Those two are my two biggest fans. Um, yeah, and speak, speaking about being very busy, work has been crazy, hasn't it? It has. Our schedules are full. We call them dar days, yep. right? And we've been having, <laughs> all of us have been having a lot of dar days where we're booked back to back, mm-hmm. you know, with seven or eight clients in a day. So that's great. It's a good kind of busy. And then with these corporate presentations, my schedule has been nuts. Without Nancy, our project manager, I would not know if I'm coming or going. <laughs> I try not to look too far ahead because it gives me anxiety, so I just wait until she calls me and tells me where to go that that week, and, and there I am. But it's really fun to see how um, corporations are kind of implementing this, what I think of as a resurgence of these lunch and learns. They were big, I think, back in the 80s, and now we're seeing them again where we come in and do a wellness talk over the lunch hour, and people can just kind of brown bag it. And I mentioned to one of the gals... Oh, maybe it was last week, maybe the week before at one of the corporations I was at. I just was kind of doing some small talk because I was there a bit early and I said something about, you know, this is great that you can bring us in so many times this year with the economy that we're in. You know, I think it's great you're offering this wellness program. And she said, oh, we've already seen a decrease in our health care costs, not just with nutritional weight and wellness, she wasn't saying, but with their whole wellness program of which we are a part. So that was that was really fun to hear, and I'm assuming that's why we're we're getting so busy in that area is that people are seeing, you know, better productivity mm-hmm. because their their employees are healthier. So that's a fun thing. I love doing those corporate presentations. But let's get back to our topic. We have a great topic. You know, this acne and rosacea thing. We know so many people suffer from this, and it's not only you know that it can be painful at times, but it can also be very stressful in terms of social situations. Well, I know, and I can really relate to that. And actually, I know you have a story, too, and didn't know that until this morning when we were chatting. But 
in college, I struggled with acne for several years and it got to the point where it was affecting my life enough where I felt that I needed to go on prescriptions. And I tried some topical solutions. I went on multiple rounds of various antibiotics and these things weren't working. So I actually resorted to a harsher treatment that many people probably have heard of called Accutane. And that's only used when all of the other treatments fail. And if only I'd known then what I know now that really by just changing my diet, maybe adding in a few supplements, my acne could have cleared up without all the medications that had a lot of unpleasant side Mm -hmm. effects. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we didn't realize this till we were in the break room this morning visiting before the show, but I kind of have a very similar story, except my road down the antibiotics and Accutane started a little bit earlier, unfortunately. I remember, I bet I was in fourth grade and I remember starting to get pimples. And you That's know, so young. So young and being so upset. And my mom trying to be a good mom, I still remember her telling me, well, just think of it this way. You know, most teenagers get acne. You're going to get it now. And then when you're a teenager, you'll have the nice skin. You know, Almost like it's me... inevitable. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And trying to make me feel better. Well, unfortunately, that was the one time my mom was not right. It started there in fourth grade and just got worse. And by the time I was a teenager, it was really bad. And so in my early teens, we started going to the doctor and, and doing different rounds of antibiotics. And I always had some prescription topical thing that I was doing. And then in high school, did the Accutane two different rounds. Mm -hmm. The first one worked for a little while, but then it came back. The acne came back full force. Um, So we did two different rounds. But I, you know what you just said, I say that all the time. If only I knew then what I know now and not just So what do you think was the cause of yours? Yeah, well, I think that I had an undiagnosed gluten intolerance since a very young age. And so that was wrecking my intestinal health. And we're going to be talking more as we go on about the link between poor intestinal Mm -hmm. health and acne. But I really think that was a very early body sign of a gluten intolerance that didn't get officially diagnosed until last year. Because, you know, I would go on these antibiotics and if I'd try to come off, it would just get worse. And think about what those antibiotics were doing to our guts, Cara. I mean, well, I know. And then the ah. fact that disrupting gut health can actually make skin issues worse. Worse. It's just a vicious cycle. Right, right. It works while you're doing it because it's killing off some bad bugs. But then you make your intestinal health even worse. And then when you try to come off the antibiotics, oftentimes the flare-ups of the acne are worse. Mm -hmm. So whether we're talking about acne or rosacea, you know, and we say this with any condition we're trying to treat at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, you need to get to the cause of the problem and stop trying to just put out the smoke. So you have to look at what is causing that internal inflammation because we know that both acne and rosacea are inflammatory conditions. Well, if acne and rosacea are both inflammatory, do you think it's possible that when I was in college and I was Mm. eating ramen noodles in my dorm room, ordering pizza, can I say sarcastically, (laughs) making mac and cheese, maybe having some beer? Do you think that was making my acne worse? And actually, I'm glad Dar's not listening today to hear all the things that I used to do in college. Oh, oh funny. Well, she was that age once, too. I mean, I when I 
was um, thinking you have college days and that link. I mean, think of all the keg parties. Oh, my gosh. And it was great because as a girl, you could usually get in free. <laughs> and we know, we say this all the time, that beer is one of the worst things for your blood well, sugar. Well, not only does it contain gluten if you have a sensitivity, well, but it's terrible for inflammation and it's turns raises so your much blood sugar. sugar. It's, it's like the double or triple whammy. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I do think college years could have really contributed to your acne. Um, so with anybody out there listening, if you're if you're struggling with acne, the first thing you have to do is look at the foods that you're putting in your mouth. There is certainly a link. And some of the top culprits, we mentioned the gluten. And for me, I know that was a big piece because I have a gluten intolerance and didn't know it for decades. And that's the case with a lot of people that gluten will cause flare-ups. Dairy is a huge one. And I noticed that with myself. If I stay away from the dairy, my skin does better. If I overdo it, I get the boils, mm-hmm. not just pimples, but the large boils. So I've made that connection. And then sugar, we we just mentioned that. But sugar, whether it's, you know, from the beer or the pizza or the candy, that causes inflammation. And think of acne and rosacea. They are forms of mm-hmm. inflammation. I mean, what's going on on the outside is just, you know, it's indicating what's going on in the inside of our bodies. And it's just inflammation. It's another marker. And you know, sugar consumption, speaking of sugar, in 1820, the average intake per person per day was two teaspoons. 1905, that went up to 20 teaspoons. In the 1990s, that doubled again and went up to 40 teaspoons. So 2007 data shows that sugar consumption was 53 teaspoons a day. That was in 2007. You know it's got to be higher today. Disgusting. You know, just, um, it must have been two weeks ago I had that show The Doctors on, on one of my days off. Have you seen that? Where no, I haven't. I've heard about it. Yeah, there's like four or five doctors on this panel. And, you know, the kids were running around. It was noisy. So I didn't get to truly tune in. But I saw this example they showed of the amount of sugar somebody eats in a year in America on average. So it was just oh, wow. kind of so 53 it. teaspoons times oh, 365 days. Yeah, and then they had they said how many pounds it was and I forget, but then they had a grocery cart and somebody pushed out the grocery cart with all these huge sacks of sugar and it was such a good, you know, yet disgusting visual. Um, you know, and when when we think about the worst of the worst, it's probably the high fructose corn syrup when we're talking about our sugar intake. That can really do a number on your health. And it's ubiquitous when you're in the grocery store, right? It's in almost everything. It's in bread. It's in ketchup. It's everywhere. I found it in a can of kidney beans. (laughs) Seriously. But one of the main things that comes to my head when I think of high fructose corn syrup is soda. Anyone with acne or rosacea needs to stop drinking that soda with all that high fructose corn syrup and start drinking water in its place. Drinking enough water is so important for healthy and clear skin. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's not just the decreasing of the soda, but really at least 64 ounces of water a day would be minimum. Well, Cassie, it's time for our first break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, a company specializing in educating people about the power of eating real food and the impact that that has on our health and well-being. So that being said, stay tuned because when we return from break, Cassie has a wonderful nutrient she wants to tell you about. And this this nutrient can be a piece of the puzzle when you're trying to achieve beautiful and radiant skin. So, and please give us a call today if you have any questions, 651-641-1071.
Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're just joining us, I'm Cassie Wienis, registered dietitian, and I'm here today with my colleague, Kara Carper, who is a licensed nutritionist. We're talking about skin problems today, mainly acne and rosacea. Now, before we went to break, Kara mentioned I wanted to tell you about a nutrient that can help with acne and help you to just gain more beautiful, glowing skin, and that nutrient is the omega-3 fish oils. And I do have some research to back that up. I know Dar loves us to have the research. So this research comes from the Journal of the American Academy of Dermatology, published in December of 07, and they gathered a bunch of epidemiological studies and were looking at the links between diet and skin health, and they showed that communities that maintain a diet high in omega-3 fatty acids have low rates of acne. And they go on to talk about one particular large study that showed among the adolescents consuming the greatest amounts of fish and seafood, there were lower rates of acne. So kind so of, if somebody was going to supplement with omega-3, what would be a good amount? Much? You know, I think a good starting place is 3,000 milligrams of omega-3 fish oil. That would be a minimum mm-hmm. um, to get that therapeutic dose and certainly could go up from there. And if you have any skin questions today, I'm going to say it again. Do call us here at the studio at 651-641-1071. And I see we already have somebody that dialed in. We do. Welcome to the show, Don. How can we answer your question today? Good morning. I was, um, well, I had a complete hysterectomy back in May. And then I developed um, perioral dermatitis. And I'm currently on a round of antibiotics and a topical antibiotic. Um, I I don't eat gluten. I've been eating, you know, all the nutrition, no foods. So you are looking for some answers. It sounds like. Yeah, I would. I don't want to be on an antibiotic mm-hmm. for. They recommended two months. So, Dawn, have you ever taken a probiotic? You know, I did, and I called your show about that. And my problem is if I don't take it right away in the morning, I forget to take it. Mm-hmm. And I know I have to space it out, um, you know, between the antibiotics. So mm-hmm. I haven't been taking it like I should. You know, and that's something. It, it's hard, and we both know, don't we, Car? It's hard to remember your supplements. But in this case, you have a very motivating factor and and you need to keep that good bacteria up to par. So, you know, whether it's writing a sticky note on your, putting it on your fridge or someplace. Because I would say, I don't know, Car, what do you think? Three, two or three times throughout the day. Yeah, and I would say, you know, make sure that you get a, a probiotic that has a really high strain or a high number of colony forming units. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you probably want at least 15,000 in a day, maybe 20,000. Okay. Especially since you're on that antibiotic. Billion. billion. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, billion. Yeah. I knew billion? you knew what you were It'll say, yeah, it'll say like per serving 15, or it's like 15 billion mm-hmm. colony forming units. Um, do, you, do you guys sell some that doesn't have to be refrigerated? We yep. do. Yep, we have a really good one that I can actually recommend. It's called Bifido Balance. Okay. It's basically, it's Bifidobacteria is the strain, and that's a really important one for skin health. And ours happens to be 3 billion colony-forming units per capsule. Mm -hmm. So you probably need to take a few of those per day. Okay. 
but it do- doesn't need to be refrigerated, so it makes it a little easier right. Yeah, to take. then you could have some in your purse, some on your bathroom vanity. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Is that helpful? Okay. Yes, that is. Thanks. Yeah, give that a shot, and then if, you know, if... If you can't get it figured out, you can always make an appointment or call back in with questions in the future. Okay. Thank, thank you. Okay, for thank your you. Call. We're going to take another caller, Cassie. Okay. Hi. Welcome to the show. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. I have acne and I have pimples all over my body. When I was a teenager, I just had no moderate, I'd say, acne. I went through cancer treatment. Ever since then, I've had, I get sores everywhere. And if I leave them, then they turn into boils. If I poke them, then they do clear up faster. They put me on, I believe it's doxycycline, 100 milligram tablets twice a day. I don't think that really has been helping me much. I've been taking that now for... A good three to four months. And I heard, I believe, on your show that the bacteria in my intestines may have been killed off by the chemotherapy. Absolutely. And I, this started when I was 35. I'm 48 now. When did you finish your cancer treatment? The first round I finished when I was 37, and then when I was 43, it came back, and that took about two years again. And right now, because it came back, they consider remission not so much as cancer-free. At first, they like to call it Mm cancer-free. It was lymphoma. Mm Yeah, I think you are the ultimate picture of intestinal health being the main culprit here with your acne, wouldn't you say, Cara? Mm-hmm. And, and and Mike, I don't know. Did you were you on the line? Did you hear what we were talking about to the previous caller? Actually, because I was right in the middle of calling and I turned my radio off, I didn't hear a whole lot of it. Well, what the first thing that we recommended to um, the women that called in was. Um, you know, to heal intestinal health, which our skin is just a direct reflection of what's going on in our intestinal health, mm-hmm. um, is you really are going to need some good probiotics or good bacteria in the form of a supplement. Okay. And I would recommend a powder form because probably, you know, having been through chemo more than um, or two different times in your life, you're you probably don't have a lot of tools in your intestinal tract to absorb nutrients. So a powder form is very easily absorbed. Um, so I would, I would look for a good powder form of probiotics and, and probably try to get that in two or three different times throughout the day. And then the other thing that's really important um, for, for patients that have had cancer treatment is a glutamine supplement, L-glutamine that can help heal the intestinal wall. So you're going to replant good bacteria, and then the L-glutamine is going to help heal that intestinal wall. Oh, okay. Where would a person find that? Would you find that at a regular grocery store, or do you have to go to a health food store? Either a health food store, a chiropractor, or our office would be your best bets for the the higher-end brands that you can be more assured of are, are doing what they're supposed to do. 
No, are any of them prescription? No. Oh, okay. Not that I know of. Mm-hmm. Would you ever get, no. I've never Just heard be- of either of those being prescription. I think I because just- they're natural, you can't patent them and, and make them prescription. Oh, okay. I was just asking mainly because if I have a prescription, it's sometimes cheaper to go through my insurance. Oh, hear you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be nice? Well, I mean, I've been paying enough money away, so I like to ask that question all the time. Yeah. No, I would I would really steer you towards good bacteria, L-glutamine, two or three times throughout the day. You can take them at the same time. And that doxycycline, mm-hmm. been there, done that, I would get off of it now. Oh, okay. It's just going to make your intestinal health worse in the long run. Because that's killing off bacteria mm-hmm. too now? You're the, the it's killing good, off the good and the, the good bad. The bad, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that helpful? Yes, it was. Wonderful. Uh, one more question I wanted to ask now. Um, shoot, why did it just come And then your mind goes back. And the tip of my tongue. Um, oh, what was it? You're talking about bifidoglutamine? Yes. Because they always say not to poke pimples and stuff, but like I said, they seem to clear up faster. Mm-hmm. I've you know, had them like on the, my back, one on one side, one on the other side. I left the other side go, and it turned into a big boil, but the one on the one side that I had poked it relieved the pressure, healed up a lot faster. So they always say don't poke pimples. Well, I think the main reason why they say that is because you could make them spread. Right. If you're seeing that they clear up faster that way, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think the bigger deal is to get on the good bacteria and the glutamine so that you don't even have those things to poke. And something that I've seen work, um, if I get a, a big pimple or a big boil, I put grapefruit seed extract on the outside and it clears up pretty fast. Um, oh, okay. So that's something you could find either at our office or the health food store as well. Great fruit seed extract. And like I said, I just put that on a cotton swab and, and put that on the, the pimple area to help clear it up. But the, the end goal is that we just get rid of these things by healing you internally in the long run. Right. What I usually do is take a good shower, get them all nice and warm. Then uh, my wife will wipe a little bit of uh, rubbing alcohol on the spot, wash your hands, gut it. Then she'll pull come on my back. Yeah, yeah. It's have her have her put the it. um, have her put some grapefruit seed extract on there and see if that doesn't help them clear up faster. Because I even get them like on my legs and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike, try those supplements and then um, we wish you the best with that. Okay. Thank you so time, much for your call. Yeah. Uh, time for a break, but keep on listening. Thanks for listening, Mike. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and if you're just tuning in, we're talking about skin health today. And I can't believe it's time for our break already, but Uh. when we come back in a few minutes, we have a couple things, so stay tuned. First of all, Cassie's going to give you an important warning if you have something that you think is rosacea on your face, Um, and it's actually more of a butterfly rash that bridges on your nose. It could be an indication of something else. So don't go away, because I also have a client who's going to be calling in, And she's going to give a testimonial on how she's had a lot of success in healing her skin, doing that, working from the inside out. Fun. So stay with us. Questions? Give us a call. 651-641-1071. If you meet me halfway. 
We're back, and we're talking about acne and rosacea this morning, if you're just tuning in. And something I want to warn listeners about is that if more than just your cheeks are red, red cheeks is often rosacea, right? But if more than just your cheeks are red, if that redness bridges your nose and covers your cheeks, this is many times a body sign that you have lupus. Now, lupus is an autoimmune disorder. Autoimmune means the body is attacking itself. And at this point, if you have what they call that butterfly rash, which we're saying is indicative of lupus, this is when you absolutely need to eliminate gluten from your diet. We kind of mentioned it before that it can be one of those top three culprits. Um, Gluten is most often a trigger of autoimmune diseases, and getting it completely out of your life is a piece of the puzzle in getting that lupus into remission. All right. Well, thank you, Cassie. Now, I'm really excited because I have one of my clients on the line here. Hopefully I can figure out how to, <laughs> how to get, get her talking. Because okay. we have lots of callers on the line. Exactly. That's so wonderful. Greta, are you there? Yeah. Hi. Hi. Thanks for calling in and thanks for waiting too. No problem. So how are you today? I'm good. Good. You're a superstar. You're on the radio. You are. And I know you are also working for a, a radio show, so you're a oh, veteran cool. at this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just my college station, but yeah. That's great. Oh, so, fun. listeners, this is Greta, and she's a college student. And, um, Greta, do you just want to kind of tell people what you've been going through with acne and then what's worked for you? Okay. Um, I got, I started getting acne when I was like 11 or 12. Excuse me, and I'm 20 now, so it's been quite a while. And um, it started going from just a few regular zits. Um, to all over, um, really horrible ones in high school. And the worst of it, for some reason, is my back. So it wasn't just a few spots. It, my back has been literally covered in bits since I was about 14. And in my freshman year of college, I decided to be vegetarian for some reason, and I wasn't very good at it, and I ate a lot of grain and a lot of refined sugar, and I noticed my acne got worse. And when I stopped being vegetarian and ate more meat and less grain, my acne got better. Um, And I also went to a dermatologist. I had prescription soap. I've, excuse me, prescription topical medicines. I'm on the strongest retinoid that they have. And they also put, excuse me, put me on low-grade antibiotics Mm -hmm. for a long time. And they just kept putting me back on them and they really didn't help that much. And they just made me um, they have yeast problems, and I just got sick of them. And then finally, my dermatologist gave me this packet about Accutane, which it, um, apparently it does like cure acne, but it also causes every time horrible birth defects. So you have to have like blood tests every month, and it can also have serious and permanently damaging side effects that really scared me. Um, well, they do a pregnancy test, don't they? I mean, they're yeah, they do a pregnancy mm-hmm. test every month. You have to commit to either like sign a thing that commits to you either being completely abstinent while you're on the medicine, or using two different types of pre-approved birth control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and it doesn't always cure it. I can I can be a testimonial. Mm-hmm. You know, they might promote it as it cures it, but for me, it didn't even work. So good for you for not yeah. going that road. It did not look worth it. And then at that point, I remembered the fact that when I had stopped eating all that grain, my acne got a lot better. 
And I also remembered that my mom had taken my grandmother to nutritional weight and wellness, and they had helped her a lot. So we called, and I made an appointment with Kara, and I adjusted my diet. And I had a lot less grain than I was having and a lot more protein and fruit and vegetables. And I started taking omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, all glutamine and a probiotic. And all of those started improving the inflammation, um, like, a ton. And the acne on my face was almost gone. The acne on my back was still there, but it was a lot better. And then Carl recommended zinc. And my mom read about beta carotene um, being helpful for acne, so I started taking those every day. And my acne started doing a complete 180. It was like the first time in eight years there was actually packages of clear skin on my back. It wasn't gone, but it was starting to go away. And after a few weeks, it was almost gone. And then I did have to go off of the zinc and beta carotene for medical reasons. And I'm back on them now, and it's starting, it started to come back while I was off of them. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm back on them, it's starting to go away again. And even when I was off of them, it wasn't half as bad as it was before. I love your wow. story. I know. That's why I'm so glad you called in because I feel like so many people can be helped by you just telling your story. Oh, especially for a college girl to tell her story. Mm-hmm. I mean, think if we had heard her story when we were in college. <laughs> I oh, know. A lot less scars from those pimples. <laughs> wow. And I remember when we t- started talking about zinc and you you said, you know what? That's really what did it. The zinc and the beta carotene took it to a whole nother level as far as the healing. Yeah, it totally did. It was horrible before, and then it just, that, I, it was like a huge turning point. Wonderful. Well, we are excited for you, and I just want to, um, I think we're probably going to have to get to all the, we have like four other callers, but Greta, wow. any last words of wisdom from you? Um, I, I just really recommend the zinc and the beta carotene. Yeah. All right. And and not being a vegetarian, right? Not to squelch anybody that has certain beliefs but are and are following that lifestyle. But like you said, and I think that's so powerful, a lot of times when you become vegetarian, you turn too heavy to the grains that turn to sugar fast, and that can be really bad for skin health. Right, Greta? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you again for calling in and, and taking time. And um, I'm sure I will be talking to you soon. Thank you. All right. Have a great weekend. Wow. Love it. Now, Cara, did you say that, did she give up dairy or no? She did. And I don't know if she's 100% dairy free. But really cut back. Yeah. Really cut back and noticed a difference with that as well, even pre-zinc and beta carotene. Well, do I have a minute before break to mention some research to back up what she did there with? Well, yeah. And also I wanted to just say, could could you talk about that research about why giving up dairy is helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dr. Lauren Cordain from the University of Colorado has written about clinical trials, and he did this through the Harvard Public School of Health. And he's he's talking about the link between diet and acne. And what he found is that dairy products cause the production of a hormone called insulin growth factor. And it's that piece that can cause the acne, the insulin growth factor. Dr. Cordain says that there are a number of dermatologists on the East Coast who know of this and take their acne patients off of dairy and see great results, but it hasn't quite hit the Midwest mm-hmm. yet. But we oftentimes recommend that, and, and here you have some research to back that up. And like I said, I notice it. It's a direct link. If I overdo it, it's not that I can't have any, but if I do cheese two or three times in a day or you know cheese a couple times and, and some yogurt, 
I get those boils. I mean, and you know, a couple of the worst culprits for dairy, I think, are milk and ice cream. Because mm, then you get the sugar, you get the sugar and the insulin yep. growth factor, mm-hmm. double whammy. Well, it's time for our last break, and I just want to say, Gail, we are going to get to your call as soon as we come back. Stay Sorry, you've been us. waiting so long. And also, Cassie is going to give us some information when it comes to acne and rosacea. So stay with us. She's going to also talk about a class that we have coming up. And you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We'll be right back. My Talk 1071. Who knew talk about entertainment could be so entertaining? I mean, other than everyone. My Talk 1071. Back for the last time, which is sad because we have so much information we're not even going to get to this morning. We are going to try to make it to all those callers on the line, though. But before we do that, I want everyone to know that this Thursday, September 30th, in Hopkins, one of our teachers is going to be presenting our gut reaction class. It's from 7 to 9 p.m. It's called Gut Reaction, Restore Digestive Health Through Nutrition. It's in the Eisenhower Community Center in Hopkins. If you at all suspect that poor intestinal health or yeast overgrowth in your intestinal tract might be a part of your skin issues, or if you suspect that it's food allergies, sign up for this class. It will help you connect those final dots. And you can do that by calling our office at 651-699-3438. You can just call the number to learn more or if you actually want to sign up. And you can also sign up on our website at weightandwellness.com. All right, should we get to those callers that have been patiently waiting? Hi, Gail. Welcome to the show. What's your question today? I'm calling. I have a beautiful 12-year-old who is struggling horribly with her acne and We've been to a dermatologist. We've tried, I think, everything over the counter, um, and nothing is working. The dermatologist keeps telling us to be patient, which I understand, but when she comes home and she's crying and she's upset because she's afraid to be herself, she's not Mm -hmm. as outgoing, um, afraid to talk to boys. Of course, she started junior high this year. And I, I know that there's no quick fix for her and I was listening to Greta's story how can I help her right now <laughs> you need to make an appointment with Kara okay. or Cassie or any of <laughs> or our me. nutritionists I mean, it's, it sounds kind of like my story and it's so painful high school oh. is hard anyway yeah. and when the acne starts that young and you're carrying the cover up in your pocket mm-hmm. and going and- to the bathroom and been there, done that. But yeah, as you listen to Greta, I mean, it, there are so many things and, and Greta mentioned a lot of them, but it can depend a bit on each person's or each child's history, health history in terms of right. which route we take. So this is one case where I really think you need to bring her in okay. and you can sit in with her because we'll sure. be talking about meal planning too, which of course would be your area but yeah there is hope and if you just keep doing the antibiotics i guarantee you because i've been there it just makes it worse in the long run it's that yeah she i mean we she gave us you know the wash and and a retinoid cream and 
long term it's just not working mm-hmm. and so just the other night actually I was just I was going there and I was going to advocate for her to get that Accutane or the Retin-A now listening to Greta's story and I was online reading some of the side effects and kind of weighing those out about you know depression was in there and I'm thinking yeah. is it worse now mm-hmm. or that being on that than her coming home so depressed every afternoon and I can't fix it so yeah yeah just like I said we're just really struggling with I mean, one thing that I would start right away, you could start this okay. today, is getting her a probiotic, especially mm-hmm. with all those antibiotics. Okay. Get some good bacteria in her. You could, and just, you know, if she's taking an antibiotic, have it, have her take it at a different time of day. Yeah. Okay. It still can be effective in restoring some of the, the digestive health. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, and Kara, um, can you read your number to us one more time? <laughs> oh, of course. 651. Okay. Six nine nine three four three eight. Perfect. Well, we will be talking to you soon and probably seeing you very soon. That sounds great. Thank you for Wonderful. calling today and listening. Thanks, Kara. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, we're gonna go right to the next caller here. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sharon. Sharon? Are you there? Hello. Hi hey. there. Oh, I, I'm Shar. Hi. Oh, what's your Char. name, Shar? Okay, sorry, it said Sharon. That's okay. Welcome to the show. I just wasn't sure that you're with me. Well, I yeah, went. And, you're I, on. <laughs> I came and saw a Wendy Gates dancer about a year ago, and she completely changed my life. I went off of dairy and all the things that you say to go off of, but um, I still had a parathyroid trouble, and I took care of that. Um, but now I have psoriasis so bad, and I went to a dermatologist which I won't do again because he um, he actually made it worse. He told me to take this Clovex and put it with a uh, Vaseline, and I got the worst zits on my face, and the psoriasis was no better. So then he put me on a real mild um, chemotherapy drug, and that didn't really help it that much, and I'm just wondering if... Um, you have any ideas about psoriasis in the, my hairline in the back and on my elbows? <clears throat> and um, I have fallen off of my gluten-free sometimes and some sugar I've put back in my diet, but not all the time. I'm way better than I used to be. And I've, in the meantime, I've enjoyed great health. I've lost 40 pounds and Oh, congratulations. And I feel just great, but the psoriasis is really driving me crazy, and I'm wondering if I um, I haven't been taking my probiotics like mm-hmm. I should. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know you know what to do, Char, because you've met with Wendy. It sounds like you're, overall you're doing great. Yeah, I would I am. get back on the probiotics. Okay. I would get back on the gluten-free train. Absolutely. I think that might be a key piece of the puzzle here is the gluten because sometimes an allergic reaction to a food or an environmental piece can can be a piece of the puzzle with psoriasis. Yeah, I have a lousy immune system. I mean, I okay. I uh, have had it for years and another thing that that cleared up with my um going off of gluten and sugar especially is my pulmonary fibrosis. Oh, my goodness. I was even on oxygen, and I haven't been on oxygen for three months. Wow. What a great story. 
Well, it is a great story, and I have to thank Nutritional Wheat and Wellness. But Well, it uh, sounds like you do have a history of some inflammatory conditions, psoriasis being one of them. Right. Um, and that also, there's a link with autoimmune, and we know that when there's an autoimmune condition... It's really important to get the gluten out and sometimes dairy as well. And the other thing, Char, is to make sure you're taking a good omega-3 fish oil supplement. Yeah, I haven't been real good about that. That could really help Mm -hmm. with that psoriasis too to downplay the inflammation. So I would would do three or 4,000 milligrams of a fish oil supplement. And I take vitamin D3 and then I also had a heart attack a year and a half ago and that has been real good, so... Good for I did you. get back on that omega, and I know what to do. It's just yeah. hard. Because it's just I'm integrating with... it into your schedule. and Well, and I'm with these grandchildren. You know, I'm yes. retired, so I'm not at work, but Fine. you're with grandchildren, and you bring them cookies, and mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. that strong, well, if you but need I a was little, to begin with. If you need a little refresher, I'm sure Wendy would love to see you for a yeah, half-hour appointment a or an hour. Yeah, you know, and that's a good point. We see that, that people, and it's just human nature, you need to check in to keep on that road of healthy eating and doing the right thing. And Cara mentioned just our 30-minute appointments are a much more affordable way to just yeah. refocus. Because I spent the two hours with her, and I'll tell you, it changed my life. People come up to me. In fact, some people don't even recognize me because I've lost so much weight overall, and I feel so good. Well, thank you for implementing the plan. Oh, well, thank you for calling in (laughs) today. That was a wonderful call that made my day. And I'll get back on my... Get back on your regimen. Right. No gluten. Lots of (laughs) omega-3s. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. Char. So we have just a couple of minutes left. So first of all, I want to say, I apologize, we're not going to get to the last two callers. Um, And we're not going to get to all of our great information. I know, but... but the callers, if you do have questions, you know, give our office a call, 651-699-3438. They're w- very well-versed at yes. answering questions. They go through training, and if they can't answer it, then they'll um, refer you to one of us if we're available, mm-hmm. or they'll take down the question, and we, one of us counselors, will call you yeah. back. So we will get your questions answered so, somehow. Yes, call the office with those questions. Um, so we want to oh, thank everyone for listening to today, and hopefully you've gotten some good tips on how to... Fix your skin by fixing from the inside out. Yes. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Life, I love you. All this groovy.